about codependency this is something that I talked about a little bit in my love addiction episode but I didn't for some reason I wasn't framing that stuff in my mind as codependency <laughs> even though to me right like now it's really obvious but I used to think that the word codependent meant something different and I never really looked that deeply into it and then I heard someone talking about it earlier this year and so I decided to research it and it's like every single it was like signs of a codependent relationship and every single point on there was like me and my ex-husband to a T like literally <laughs> um, you know just feeling really responsible for each other and like trying taking turns saving each other and trying to parent each other but at the same time, it's like a very volatile, like, back and forth drama cycle. And uh, you get really addicted to it to the point you start almost picking fights. And it's just really toxic. And honestly, it's really normal at the same time. It's, uh, I've heard someone else describe it as codependency is celebrated in our society. Not only that, but it's like almost the only thing you see. That sounds extreme, but maybe I've just been around, maybe it's just the specific people I've been around in life, but it's definitely like almost the only example I've seen in relationships. And uh, yeah, so with that love addiction episode I made, pacing around in a hotel room, <laughs> uh, I thought that I kind of got to the root of this and healed it and it's so funny because I fall into this trap all the time where I'm like okay I healed this it's done now now I can just proceed and everything in this area will be peachy like <laughs> somehow it's not like I'm thinking that to myself but it's like my vibe like that's almost like what I believe I think on some level it must be like that quick fix like easy fix mentality of society and stuff, or at least America, um, just wanting it to be that simple or easy. It is quite simple, but it's definitely not easy. <laughs> if there's one thing I know for sure about all this awakening and healing is that it's not easy. It's not supposed to be. So I'm really trying to rid myself of the notion that it's supposed to be or expected to be that way. <sighs> so I wasn't looking directly or I didn't really know that it was codependency in myself that was making me freak the fuck out about all these people in my life. It's always been guys. Um, and like I mentioned in the love addiction episode, it's like ever since I was a kid, I would just kind of almost like choose an object of my fixation and I would see a bunch of things through the lens of that person. It's like. I would kind of obsess of them and almost like use the thought of them as some kind of drug or something. So already really early on I was displaying these tendencies. 
Like I said, I think everyone does to some degree, but for me it's been extreme. Like the fixation and attachment and projection has been like really extreme. And it was triggered as fuck by that situation that I mentioned in the love addiction episode where there's just someone that has come into my life somewhat recently, like last year up until, well, yeah. And uh, it's just been triggering as fuck. Uh, And I couldn't figure out why, you know. And then it's like I looked at it and I was like, oh, it's a love addiction projection thing. And it's like, yeah, that's true, but I wasn't looking even deeper at the codependency, which is basically just like an overfixation on other people and it's so interesting because I've noticed that mine just can even jump from person to person it's so weird it's like it's <laughs> it used to be that I would just have one person that I was really fixated on usually like a boyfriend or a crush you know and then it's like It could jump to another person for a while, but it wasn't very fast. It was slow enough to where I didn't notice the pattern. I would literally just think like, oh, okay, I've, you know, I'm not meant to be with this person anymore. It's actually this person I'm supposed to be with. And I would literally fall into the trap and and think that they were the one and that the other ones didn't work out just because they weren't the right people. The same trap that so many of us fall into, especially serial monogamous like I was just like relationship to relationship um you always think like oh yeah I didn't take any time by myself to heal or anything but it's okay because I found the right person so it's gonna work out and I fell into that trap again with my uh current love Val um who hopefully will be on here at some point um And it's like, he is, like, as right for me as someone could possibly be. And the thing is, he doesn't really play these codependency games so much. Like, he just doesn't... It's one of the things that's so awesome about our relationship is that uh, I do this thing where I just kind of start getting all clingy and anxious and sending, like, way too much text and just being, like, worrying and, like, seeking reassurance. And, And it's like he doesn't really react to it and I don't I don't mean that he's like cold or anything it's just that he it's very clear from his like vibe that he knows exactly what I'm doing and he doesn't judge me for it but he doesn't indulge it and he pretty much just either stays silent or just doesn't say that much and it it really brings me down to earth in this the most amazing way um it's one of the things about him that's so like healing and awesome for me um but my point with that is, like, he doesn't play those games, but I haven't healed the pattern fully of codependency, so it still finds other outlets in my life. Like that person I just mentioned, and then most recently I had someone else enter my life, and it's, I've been spazzing the fuck out on him. It's so embarrassing, honestly. Um, but at the same time, I know we're all, we're all just figuring it out. And, um, yeah, it's like sometimes you just... I don't even know what it is, if it's completely projection or something about the other person's energy, or I don't really know. I know that like anxious and avoidant types are drawn together, and I'm kind of like both, and yeah, it's... The thing is, like, my this pattern for me, I can project it onto various sources. It's always a guy. Um, and it's like I suddenly just get really concerned about 
what they think about me. It's like I feel like I have to explain myself to them or find out like what they feel before I can feel okay. It's really like I have a lot of like shame and self-judgment around it I'm learning. Like I'm really trying to soften that and that's one of the reasons I'm talking about it. Um because it doesn't have to be shameful. It's it's normal and everyone does it and but yeah, it's it's very 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 painful to look at to look at why you're doing it. It's most people like acknowledging this about themselves is probably going to hurt a lot. I seriously had to cry like so fucking much yesterday. I had like a mountain of tissues on the floor. <laughs> I was looking at it like, wow, kind of impressed. But at this point, I just sort of welcome it, you know, it's just like, I guess the some of us still have like this child inside that wants to be unconditionally loved and is looking outside for the answer to that. But like I've mentioned a few other times, it's never something outside of us. And yeah, I have to keep learning that myself because the mind gets so fucking weird with this stuff. Like I didn't even think I thought that the right relationship would, like, cure me of this, but of course that's not true. Um, I honestly think that I'm starting to see a pattern in, like, soul resonance things. Like, you meet someone where you have that little soul resonance thing, and then you, you kind of swap pieces of the puzzle, or, like, there's synchronicities where it's, like, they know a little bit more about something that you need help with and you know more about things that they need help with. Um, but then it's like every once in a while there's one where it's just like really fucking triggering, like especially triggering. And this is like a person or a situation. Um, and it's really easy to get caught up on thinking like, what is it about this though? Like falling for um, the fact that it seems like, no, it's really this particular person. What is it? Like, your mind will want to fixate on that. I just fell into this trap, like, last month with, um, this type of stuff. But that's just a distraction, you know? Because what matters more is, like, the effect it's having on you. And you're kind of playing the victim if you're just saying, like, but no, it really is important. It really is worth my inner peace to just keep projecting outward and like hanging my peace of mind on what someone else says or thinks about me. I also wanted to talk about um, something I realized yesterday is this codependent pattern I have doesn't just apply to certain guys in my life where I spaz the fuck out on them. But it also is related to my relationship with a lot of things, like the internet, for example. Um, and yeah, it's just this classic pattern of always looking outside yourself for things that you can only, for needs that you can only truly meet within yourself. And uh, if you keep falling into these traps over and over, you just end up in this really miserable, but also sort of comfortable place because it's familiar to project outside of yourself and to find like 
safety or at least reassurance and comfort in another person like it does feel really good for a little while but it's still ultimately it's never enough it's like a bottomless pit like just a black hole that you can never really you can never really meet the need that way like ever um, and I totally see why people avoid looking at this stuff. Like, it really hit me yesterday when I was feeling all that pain because it, it almost feels like you're going to fucking die because it hurts so much. Um, and I was like, God damn, no wonder so many people just, like, literally go their entire lives refusing to look these patterns in the face because it's so painful. It's so shameful. It's so... I felt so fucking pathetic, and I've, I've been saying this and will keep saying it, I honestly think that letting yourself feel pathetic is kind of like a portal to an incredible healing. Because I know for a lot of people, and at least for me, feeling pathetic is like my worst fear. Especially if it's like other people feeling sorry for me because I'm being so pathetic, which has been my big fear with this most recent um, person who's triggering the fuck out of me, and it's, it's just illusory, like, it's all about my judgment of myself, um, and that's always been the first place that my mind goes in, during bad trip, quote-unquote bad trips, um, you know, where you get really freaked out, it's always been that I am fixated on how I'm coming across to the world and I feel like people are like judging me or feeling sorry for me or thinking there's something wrong with me or that I'm crazy or that's like my deepest darkest fear that comes out like it came out in my ayahuasca ceremony it was like I felt like I was the only one and that like people probably thought that I was fucking pathetic that I was having such a hard time and I was just so wrapped up in my like self and self-pity that I didn't even realize actually no me and everyone in this ceremony are in this together we all are suffering but like misery and suffering it wants to convince you that you're like the only one like that you're just all alone that no one understands <laughs> and it's just not fucking true And I've been lucky enough to kind of get triggered, to have my codependency patterns triggered by someone who actually knows more about this stuff than I do. Um, that's really nice and helpful. But man, does healing this stuff require you to go to some dark and kind of scary places. It does ask that of you. But we can handle it. Every time you choose to play out the same old patterns, you're just strengthening the loop of suffering and making it harder to get out. Um, it's possible to choose something different. It doesn't work every time, you know? like. This stuff, these patterns are no joke. They're very, very strong and difficult to see your way out of. And so many people don't even realize that it's a program that they can see their way out of. They're just in it, you know? And it's like you can't see it until you even know that it's there. 
because I never knew this was there. I always just thought that I was fucked up and weird and couldn't handle relationships and there was something wrong with me and, like, you know, internalized all this self-hatred stuff. Like, some people get mad at the world, but I just turned it pretty much all in on myself. Like, I don't feel like I've ever really hated someone. Like, anyone. Maybe I'm lying to myself, but I don't feel like I have it. But myself? Oh, man. Yeah. And, uh, I probably repeat myself a lot, but I say in my content, like, if you've been practicing, like, 20-plus fucking years of being a certain way, you're gonna have to remember, like, again and again, you know? And the softer you can be with yourself, the smoother... it goes and it's like if you try to do this kind of shadow work like looking at codependency for example looking at the parts of you that are always reaching outside of yourself looking at the parts that feel pathetic if you're gonna do that it's unbearable with self-shame you know like if you pile self-shame on top of that pain it's it's so awful it's so unbearable I This is probably why people end up committing suicide and stuff. I totally understand why people choose that. I've considered it many, many times. Honestly, at one point it was like my greatest comfort, that thought. Um, Because it's dark, man. It sucks. It's scary. But it's just really important to uh, take yourself to these places because that's what's going to strengthen you. You know? It's like you're growing stronger roots every time you endure one of these storms, like the storm of actually looking at your own fucking hang-ups and pain and stuff. It's actually not that bad once you just go into it and let yourself feel it, but you have to give yourself compassion. Like, it's really the only way to allow the pattern to really, like, or allow the pain to start releasing, you know? And I've noticed the same thing applies to uh, stagnant energies in physical locations because, yeah, our place, I wouldn't say our apartment is haunted or anything, but we do have activity and some of it does seem to sometimes, like, be a bit scary or something. Or, like, fear-based, you know? Which I don't really see as a problem. It's just, it takes maintenance. Honestly, the area that we live in or like the apartment buildings, it's like a really low income area, so um, a lot of the people living here have come from like abusive homes or or drug addict parents, and it's not, they don't seem like active druggies or anything like that, but there's a lot of like kind of anger and heavy vibes in their neighbors, and so uh, my husband and I being as sensitive to energy as we both are, like he is just as much as me or even more so like that. Um, and it just doesn't, it's, yeah, there's just dense density, kind of heavy vibes hanging around. I'll say that. Um, and I've noticed that when I, when I approach them, so I'll just do a clearing, you know, like I'll do a ritual or just like light something sage or something to I just usually say I'm cleansing the space of fear-based energies because I can feel it as like this ambient um, energy hanging in the air, almost like a heaviness. And uh, I've learned that getting scared of it and reacting to it and interpreting it and focusing on it is never ever 
helpful and also taking a, a like domineering tone that has any anger in it is very not helpful. <laughs> so first I tried kind of saying like, this is my space, back off. You know, I've tried that approach a few times and it usually just um, enlivens it or intensifies it. But I've really noticed that if I just say like, hey, dark, like any fear-based uh, energies here, like you're free now, you, you're, you can go. Um, just see it more as like freeing them because they're kind of stuck here too. And it's might not necessarily be the best place for them. So I just kind of tell them they're free to go back to where they came from. And I send them love. Like I literally say, you're free to go now. I love you. And I swear to God, it sounds silly, but this just kind of intuitively came to me. I don't follow any systems, you know, I, I make it up as I go. Like I feel it out intuitively and this like immediately just softens the tense vibes in the air and stuff and just like freeze it completely I consider energetic clearing kind of like on par with having to maintenance on anything else and maybe it's just the area we live in where, that requires so much clearing because I do feel like I'm doing it pretty often but it's not a problem I basically see all challenges and stuff like this these days as almost like classes I'm taking and things that I'm mastering so that I can just be stronger like be better suit suited to whether the storm's coming <laughs> in our world uh, and I very much encourage you guys to look at your patterns and heal them like what the fuck triggers you Whatever triggers you and sends you into panic mode, to me it feels like my heart starts beating really fast and I'm like kind of deer in the headlights type of energy. Like, it's fight or flight. So it feels very uncomfortable and I get like this urgency, like I feel like I have to do something. I have to know something. I have to find something out or explain something or... Um, so you know when you're triggered, pay close attention to that and how you react. Like, what's your tendency? What's your mind telling you to do? What's the narrative you're spinning for yourself? Because it's important to pay attention to this because it's controlling you, you know? Um, and it's, I, instead of just acting out the same old patterns again and again, just... Try to uh, pause before taking action. Even just go outside for a little while. Talk yourself through it or write yourself through it or do some art or exercise or whatever and then return to it maybe. Or while you're triggered, just ask yourself like what, what is so, what am I looking for in this situation? Like what's the need that I'm trying to meet? Because if you feel a sense of urgency, you're trying to meet some kind of need. And it's probably to feel safe. Like, usually that's what it is for me. Uh, is that I just need to feel safe and at home in my own body. And I just have so many years of habitually reaching to other people for answers, for help, for reassurance and support and comfort. And there's always been people there for me, you know? And uh, so I haven't really had to rely on myself.
And it's like the my pattern, the codependent pattern in me has just been like ramping up and spazzing out. Oh, and I mentioned earlier, I kind of will come back to this that it, I've noticed that it hops from like even person to person now. It's like it was getting activated super hard yesterday for me by a certain person, and then it's like later on in the afternoon it was getting triggered super hard by another per a different person. But it was the same kind of thing where it's like, no, I need to explain myself so they understand me, and it's just been a tr like triggering as fuck a uh, few days for me. I don't even know how many days it's been now, like maybe three? Uh, I find this psychic woman I listen to to be very accurate. She's the only psychic I listen to because her uh, energy descriptions are always spot on with what I'm experiencing. So she said this week we'll be like moving through a pool of shadows, like a lot of darkness is going to be coming out clamoring and trying to cling on to whatever it can and it most certainly feels like that to me um and I just it takes a little more reminding on these during these times that it's all good and it's all for a reason and it's happening for me not to me I do have to remind myself a lot more often but it's still it's all good you know I seriously try to welcome it even if I initially shrink away and, like, try to hide from it, I just try to, like, soften up and remember that everything's okay. Like, really. And, and being outside, sitting on the ground, or being in the sun is what helps me the absolute most with grounding when I feel like I'm going crazy. So, I know it sounds like really basic advice, but it really is the most simple and cliche things that are the truth. Um, and we miss them because they're so simple, but they are the truth. Just go sit under a fucking tree, for God's sake. It really sucks living somewhere where you're not close to that. That's how my last apartment was. It's like, if I wanted to see trees, I would just take a walk around the neighborhood, and it's like, they were in people's yards, but I couldn't even, like, go hang out with the trees because they were in people's yards, and I didn't want them to think I was weird. Uh, this is the thing I'm talking about, where it's like, I'm afraid of what I look like, and I, or how I seem, and I've had that ever since I was a kid, just, like, being really hyper-aware of how the world perceives me. I think a lot of people have this, especially women. Um, and I still kind of have that tendency, and even sitting out where I am now, it's like a little, like, wooded area with grass, and it's really nice, but there's, like, houses nearby and cars driving by and stuff, and I feel like, uh, I would have, like, last year or something, I would have felt really nervous about being seen. It sounds so crazy when I say it out loud, but yeah, it's like this... It's like an anxiety thing, I guess. I still get it all the time when it comes to going in stores and stuff. Just, I don't want to be seen. Um, it's so fucking weird. I don't, I still don't really know where that comes from, and so I'm working on it, but it's probably just the same old, like, self-worth and shame things, and um, I welcome it. Like, honestly, I... I... This shadowy stuff is so important, and I am willingly kind of diving into it 
And also, I want to remind you that if you're diving into this stuff, give yourself permission to, like, be fucking lazy some days because sorting through this stuff is really heavy work, guys. Like, it's so exhausting. Yesterday, um, I fell asleep at, like, 10 o'clock and I was just so exhausted. I felt like I got hit by a fucking truck, but it's just that I was crying all day. Um, so you're doing a lot of really heavy work and you might feel tired and not like doing anything on some days if you have that option. And just give yourself a break and allow yourself to do nothing. And remember that feeling like you have to be productive all the time is just your fucking programming and it's bullshit. It's your programming which wants to turn you into a robot. Literally all of our programming in society is just like, it seems like they want to make us as close to robots as we possibly can. Like that's everyone's deepest aspiration is just to be the best robot. <laughs> you know, like people brag about how they don't need a lot of sleep and how they're like coffee addicts and how they... Yeah, I don't know, there's almost like this pride in like making yourself more of a cyborg and less of a human, waking up at the same fucking time every day, routine, doing the same thing the same way every single day, it, it honestly gives me the creeps. So if you're the type of person who never really jibed with that type of structure, it's not that there's something wrong with you, it's that you're not a fucking robot, <laughs> that's it. <laughs> Um, you're a human, you have cycles, sometimes you're gonna feel more productive than others, just like a tree doesn't give off fruit, like, all year round. There are seasons and cycles, and part of that involves, you know, resting. Have days where you're just, like, lazy as fuck and do nothing but eat. I love those days now. <laughs> I used to feel so, like, guilty about it for some reason. I would be doing all this really intense shadow work, you know, last year in my, in my last apartment, and then it's like I would just feel like doing nothing but binging some stupid comedy show and just eating, and, but I would feel this shame about it, like I'm just like a lazy bum, and it sucked, and, and nowadays I just, I try, I still struggle a little bit with the productivity thing, especially since I have like almost constant ideas for podcasts and videos and things I want to create. Um, balancing that is a challenge, but it's getting easier and easier to just like let myself fully enjoy being lazy. Even if it's like staying in bed most of the day, watching movies or just doing nothing. That has value too, you know? Who says you constantly have to be doing things? You really don't. Just existing is enough. <sighs> so I wasn't sure if I wanted to make this, but once I started talking, it was obvious that I really did. And yeah, I'm, I'm still figuring out codependency. I'm going to learn. I'm going to make it my subject of study for a little while. I usually have several going at different times. My most recent one was fairies, which I used to think were little winged creatures, but actually, like, according to folklore, fairy just means, like, a supernatural being, so it can be literally anything. They can be big, small, scary, nice. And uh, so I was learning everything I could about them, and it explained a lot of things to me that I didn't understand about the paranormal. So now, uh, codependency, going right back into the emotional and, like, human stuff.
and all my insecurities which are being brought to light right now and it's okay it's a great thing it really is I just encourage anyone who's going through this stuff to remember that that it's good you're waking up you're facing yourself you're healing you're doing work that almost every single other person is terrified of doing and you will be rewarded for your bravery trust me you will be rewarded for your bravery let that sink into your fucking head I'm at the point now where when I cry and feel all this pain it's like I almost feel like an excitement because I know what's on the other side of it I know that it's like gonna be a ton of creative inspiration and like joy and just feeling more and more deeply rooted within myself so um you can handle it you can handle this shadow work as long as you also have self-kindness so I seriously have a ton of content about this stuff. If you want more information, go to my YouTube channel and I have like a bunch of videos. I've been making videos ever since I've been doing this work, just like sharing what I've learned. Um, and yeah, like I said, I do mentoring stuff, but maybe you already know that by now since I've been mentioning it in every single episode. But yeah, you can get in touch with me about that. I'm also, I think, eventually going to create courses or groups or some kind of like uh portal for extra content well I guess I do have my patreon up now but I was just thinking of doing other things but we'll see when the time comes oh yeah my patreon is just a place where I have extra like videos audio and um meditation tracks it's like you pay a small monthly amount um and get extra content so that's it if you want to stay in touch with me and thank you so much for listening